everyone and welcome back to the Real Positive Girl podcast. Happy Monday. Um, I hope that your weekend was great. Um, If you are among so many people in the world right now that are under um, forced quarantine or self-quarantine, self-isolation, just staying home, for the greater good. Um, number one, I commend you. That's great. Um, I personally believe, that's my personal belief, that this will help stop the spread of the virus that is happening. Um, but also, if that is uh, what your current situation is, then I will just be praying for you and hope that you're able to find enough things to keep yourself occupied. I completely understand that struggle. I absolutely do. Um, but for me, there I've had a list of things looming over my head for some time now that I always was like, I don't have time for this um, because normally I'm not at home that much. I'm not a homebody by nature. And this is actually, um, I feel like it's creating me to be a homebody, which my husband is very happy about. And my daughter is like half and half and she finds things to keep herself occupied. So anyway, um, my house is definitely cleaner. I've definitely been cooking more and I'm hoping to actually move forward with a lot of like plans and project ideas that I have not had time for that I am grateful to have time for and actually need to use the time wisely as opposed to just sitting around and watching um, too much TV. So anyway, I hope you had a great weekend. Um, I hope that you were staying busy, getting whatever you need to get done. Um, and also anyone that's out of work, I just will be praying that you will find some work either able to be able to go back to your regular job or find an alternative for the time being. I will be praying for everyone in this situation. Um, but let's jump into the podcast. So again, happy Monday. Um, today, uh, actually this week, the theme of this week is control issues. And the reason that I chose this theme for this week is because um I have had my own struggles with having to stay home and my own fears and anxieties about um, the virus and and everything that you want to think about that. I know everyone has a different um, mental state on that. Everyone has different feelings on that. But for me, it's caused um, anxiety and so much uncertainty and just confusion. But it also um, has brought up some control issues because with not being able to do certain things and having to change my routine. It's been really tough. And so I just thought that I would uh, talk about it because I know that I'm not the only person that struggles with control issues. And so that is the theme of the week. And you might be asking yourself, how in the world did you come up with five days of content for control issues? Well, I really, I really spent the time to break it down and to really think through um, how we can combat these issues, how we can really look at the problem. I see it as kind of a problem or issue. It's definitely not a positive thing to have control issues. I know sometimes it can work out for the best, but mostly it's it's something that we should all spend some time um, evaluating because um, I know we're all at different levels. And it's just it's just an important topic to talk about. So I have rambled long enough So, again, the theme of the week is control issues, and today, Monday, um, we are talking about defining your control issues. So, here we go. Um, Defining your control issues. Pin down the things 
that get to you the most and really affect you when you're not in control. It is so helpful to really actually identify those things. And you might be thinking, well, it's only when this one person makes me upset or it's only when one this one thing happens. But honestly, I believe that if you actually took the time to uh, make a list of these things, uh, which can be super helpful and create way more self-awareness than you might currently have. But I believe that if you do take the time to make a list and really think about it, you'll see that it extends farther than just someone getting in your way, making you mad, doing it the way that you would not do it. You know, just being the opposite of you, you will see that it is it, it affects you more broadly than you know. And I'm not saying that you have more problems than you know, or that you're worse than you think you are. I'm saying that a lot of times we think that an issue that we're experiencing is limited to only someone else bringing it out of us um, only a couple times here or there, when really it can be seen in even smaller instances and you might not even recognize it as a control issue. I hope that makes sense. So I just know that if you actually spend some time, even if it's only 10 minutes to really think about any times within the last week or month where you've felt out of control or upset because you weren't in control of the situation or it was be do- it was being done differently than you would be doing it and that gave you anxiety or feeling angry or anxious um any of those type of feelings if you actually made a list and uh, created more self-awareness for you you'd you'd be surprised and i feel like that's a really good start to defining what affects your control issues, what affects, what makes it happen, you know, what brings it out, what causes you to have whatever emotions you have. And I feel like most common that will be anger, um, that will be anxiety, that will be stress. Um, Those are definitely all true for me personally. I just get so upset and I feel like I'm going to have a mental breakdown because I also have this expectation that everyone knows how to do it the way that I do it because I think that the way I do it is that common sense way when that's absolutely not true and not really fair because if you're holding anyone else to your personal standards, especially if you have not told them what those are, it is absolutely unfair because they don't know. You know, anything that someone doesn't know, like honestly, truly, innocently doesn't know, then it's just not fair, you know? And even if they did know, even if you're like, oh yeah, this is the way that it's, this is the way that I think it should be done and they don't do it that way, that does not mean that you can be mad at them because they didn't do it that way because that is the expectation that you hold for yourself and if someone else does not want to take that on, then that is their choice. Um, Also, think about the reason you feel upset when not in control of these things. So, once you make the list, and I really do suggest that you make the list, and I think you should spend more time doing it, not just a mental list, write it down on a piece of paper. If you are into journaling, do that. Maybe make just like a note on your phone. Um, if you don't like to write, just do like a voice note on your phone. I think most phones do that these days. Whatever it is that you need to do, make an actual physical list that you can refer back to. And then when you make that list, And I would encourage you that before you give up on making that list, I would say have at least three things written down, but I'd really shoot for at least five. And if there's more, that's fine. But I feel like you're not really trying if you don't have at least 
bone bears five, uh, three, but five is better. But then once you have that list, evaluate, like think about the reasons why those things make you upset. So for me, um, people, uh, let's see, let me think of an actual real situation that would be helpful. I have control issues all over the place. I have control issues when it comes to loading um, the dishwasher and no one else in my house does it because they know that I am just so finicky about it. Um, For the longest time, I had control issues about just basic cleaning chores around the house. So when it comes to cleaning the bathroom or doing laundry or vacuuming or anything, and I've had to slowly give those things up and pass some of them on to my daughter so that she can learn how to do those chores so she can actually grow up and be an adult that actually knows how to do those things and not feel so lost and those are just basic things that you should learn but I know that by taking some time like I had to learn how to give up control over those things when I passed along those chores to her and that is the moment where I was like why do I feel so uneasy about this it's just because I'm fearful of germs to be honest and I'm fearful that she will only halfway do the job and that she won't realize that if you don't spend your time um, actually detail cleaning things and actually putting your all into it or actually um taking the time to figure out like how to sort your laundry and what cycles it needs to be on so that you don't ruin your clothes. It, it drives me crazy and I get into those control issues because I just want to make sure that things are done the absolute correct way and I feel like sometimes even though she's only 12 years old so I have to give her some grace but even for my husband like I do all his laundry and everything it's because I know that they don't necessarily want to take the time and the effort to figure out how to launder each piece of clothing, what the best cycle would be based upon what the clothing's made of and how it should be kept up and all this stuff. And, you know, they just want to take the easy route out. And I'm trying to encourage my daughter to not. I'm trying to encourage her to at least spend the time to actually, you know, figure out the details. And for my husband, like, he's just, you know, he's decided that, Um, If you're willing to do it, then do it. You know, we always joke that if I die first, that he'll be in a world of trouble. Um, But those are the kind of things where I just, it's a lot of of chores around the house. Um, I'm just afraid that I'll have to do it. Part of my control issues, I'm afraid I'm going to have to redo it. And I feel like that's a waste of my time. And I'm like, you could have just done it the way that I told you. But also, I have to realize that people you know, my child, my husband, anyone, they need to realize that they have to learn from um, that situation and that if it doesn't work out, then maybe they can take my advice or maybe they can just continue to press on and learn through their own mistakes. So again, let me round back. Think about the reason you feel upset when you're not in control. Like if you were to give up control over something that you normally just take fully, think about why. Think about what would it be like if you did give it up? Think about um, how you'd be able to handle that because it can be a lot, especially in your mind. It's just, you know how you go to the gym and you work out so hard and you're like, wow, that was hard. But I feel like if I'm going to give up control over at least like two or three things, that is even, is like triply hard than going to the gym and lifting the heaviest weight that I've lifted yet. I honestly believe that because 
things in your mind, they stick there all day long. You know, it's not like just an hour at the gym where you're like, okay, in and out. And then you don't have to think about it until the next day. No, no control. And all those things that are in your mind, they're there all day. So that's why we have to take, that's why we have to take control over those feelings and emotions and things that plague us so that we can control them. That sounds kind of funny, you know, it like, I feel like control issues are not positive, except for when you take control over your mind, which is something totally different. I'm sure you would agree. Okay. Also, lastly, if you're feeling brave enough, ask someone you trust to give you feedback on this too. So for me, that person would be my husband and even my daughter. Um, Sometimes when I go off on a tangent about something or get really upset out of the blue, out of nowhere, I will take you know, five or 10 minutes to calm down. And then I'll ask her, I'll be like, okay, you know, what did you think about that? Um, did anything that I say make any sense or I need to explain it to you better? Because I kind of just went off on like, uh, just out of control emotions. Also, I will ask my husband like, okay, well, you know, do you find that I'm super controlling over this and the other or, or I'll ask him questions like, why don't you help me with this? And his feedback will alert me that it's because I have a control issue over that thing that I do. And it, it it's just really helpful when you have someone that you can trust to give you that feedback. And sometimes it's going to hurt for sure. A lot of times, you know, my husband's very blunt. He'll just tell me things and I have to prepare myself to be like, okay, you know, number one, I asked for this feedback. And number two, it's better for me personally to receive information that is blunt and transparent and just what it is so that I can take it and really know that those are things, that's how he sees it. And then, um, how to change that, you know, it's not as though everything he's telling me that he doesn't like, I'm going to change. It's just in those certain things where I'm like, okay, well, I really like to adjust this, you know, because sometimes someone's just going to see what you do or how you act in a certain way, no matter how much you change, because that's just the way they've chosen to see you. And you can't change the way people see you, you know, but asking for critical feedback about if you have control issues or if they have anything to say about you feeling this way or that way, that's totally different, you know, and maybe you, what he, whatever that person in your life says to you doesn't necessarily match up with how you feel. Um, even if you, even after you take time to really think about it, if it doesn't match up, and you're like, no, I don't think that's true. And, and maybe you'll take and ask that same question to someone else you trust in your life and it just doesn't match up. Then you're just like, okay, well, I don't necessarily feel that way. I don't necessarily feel like I need to change that. And that's okay too, because, you know, maybe you are not in the mindset right now to change that thing, or maybe it's just, it's not true and that they just see you in a distorted way. I hope that makes sense, you know, because critical, like, Constructive critical feedback is great, but it doesn't mean that you have to change everything that that person says, despite how much you trust them and how much they know you, because everyone has a different view of everything and everyone has different values and beliefs and the way that they want to live their life. So that's important to also remember. So I think that's good for today. Um, I thank you so much for tuning in again to the Real Positive Girl podcast. I hope that your day is going well. If it just started, then awesome. I hope that this gave you some good information to think about through 
uh, during your day. If your day is already going, then I hope that it is going well. And if it hasn't, again, find those five minutes of your day where you can super enjoy it and know that everything feels right in that one moment. And just continue to have the mindset that um, later in the day can get better or tomorrow can be a much better day day. Um, Again, happy Monday. I hope that you enjoyed this episode and please consider sharing it if you find that it could be helpful for someone that you know. Have a wonderful day, everyone, and I can't wait to see you for tomorrow's episode on Tuesday. All right, see you later. Bye.